0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of our podcast, Maxi Care from Me to We. Practical holistic wellness tips to navigate the current times. My name is Sarah Black. I'm a meditation coach and a mindful living advocate. And I have with me on the line, Saps Utam. Hi, Saps.
1: Hi, hello everyone. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. My name is Saps Utam, and I'm a mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual therapist. Today's Wonderful. episode thank you. Today's episode is in tribute to all the fallen angels of the Heart Center and to all other hospitals and clinics. Today we have Miss Anna Adora as our guest. She's a plant based cardiologist at the Philippine Heart Center and National Kidney Institute. Hello, Anna.
0: Hi, Sarah.
1: Hi. and Saps. Hi, for
0: having me. Thank you for joining us. It's really such a pleasure and an honor for us to have you with us on our podcast. Um, so let 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 us know, like how what has it been like for you in the hospitals nowadays in the current times?
2: Um, actually, it's been really quick. Um, the progress of this disease. I mean, at the start of the month, we were we were still planning like for conferences yes um although limited not international um and then like within a week there was local transmission and then a week after there was a community quarantine and then we had to you know really prepare for in the hospital yeah um so I work at two government hospitals National Kidney and Philippine Heart Center and honestly um since we cater to both private and then um service patients yes um We're actually, if you can imagine how many patients we we deal with in a day and how full our emergency room is. And this is even without, you know, the coronavirus. And then when this happened, um, yeah, it was really, we really had to scramble for resources and then figure um, out hospital protocols to limit the transmission to other patients who didn't have the disease Mm -hmm. and I think this is true for all hospitals um, in the country and around the world
0: yeah so what has it been like for you on a a personal level I can imagine the stress levels must be um, quite high having to deal with the volume of like you said the volume of patients and then also the sensitivity of 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 the, 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 the illness, that it's so easily transmittable?
2: Um, so, honestly, because my specialty is um, cardiology, we're really used to having a busy schedule and handling re- toxic patients. But I yeah. think what was hardest for, for me and my colleagues um, was that our friends and colleagues were... Um, Infected. But um, mm. of the healthcare workers in Heart Center yes. um, were infected because they were either COVID positive or they were persons under investigation. So yes. it's hard. I mean, this is our job. Yeah. So we're used to doing, you know, looking after patients. Um, but it's hard to do it when you know that. You know your friends are also suffering. Yeah, so yeah. that was the hard part—not exact, um, not the physical or the the mental labor, but yeah, yes. more emotional.
0: Yes. Yeah. yes. Wow, I can just imagine yeah. what it feels like to be in your in your shoes, and I'm sure a lot mm-hmm. of our listeners also can't can't imagine what you know we're here in the comforts of our home. Um, trying to get by, trying to get through the day as best as we can, but then nowhere near the amount of devotion that you have been putting towards your work because there's really a serious risk um, involved involved. in the situation. Yeah. So what what gets you... Go ahead.
2: um, What's also scary for us is that we're afraid of infecting our family when we go home. Yes, so some yeah. of us have to self-isolate. We yes. have to live away from our families. Actually, um my husband was exposed to a um a positive case. Wow. <laughs> so we actually had to be separated for, for two weeks. Wow. How was Sina? While I was going to the hospital. Yeah. Um and then during that time one of my mentors in Art Center passed away because of COVID. Wow. Um, yeah, I had to deal with it alone. It was
0: really wow. hard. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's a lot um, for anyone to that, bear.
2: Like, you don't work in the hospital, you see that the streets are empty. Um, yeah, and everything looks peaceful. But the cases are increasing every day. Mm. Um, and we have a lot of patients coming in the hospital Every day, all hospitals in Metro Manila, um, especially in Cazin City. Um, And I actually am worried. I'm worried about the COVID patients, but I'm also worried about the the non-COVID patients. The patients with chronic diseases like hypertension, diabetes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then like they had to shut down the cath lab of Heart Center. And, you know, if you're a private patient and you have a heart attack, you can afford to go to a private hospital for... Yeah, for an angiogram or angioplasty, but I mean, for some patients, Heart Center is the only option. Yes. and then when we had to shut down
1: the cath lab yeah, yeah,
2: so wow. I'm also, you know, it it also worries us. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's a big help when we see people taking care of you know the um, the financially challenged in their community to make yes. sure that everybody um, is, is fed and so people don't have to. Go out. Yeah, yeah. so it, um, it's a big help to us. Actually, I know that there's, like, a post going around um, that we aren't the frontliners. Actually, everybody is a frontliner doing mm. the physical distancing, mm. and then we are actually the last line of defense, because when you get sick, you go to the hospital. That's mm. it. But what everybody is doing right now, physical yeah. distancing, that's that's really a big help. I know it doesn't feel like it because you're just at home, but, you know, you're limiting the transmission of this this disease. Yeah. Um, yeah. So everyone
0: and can really, just, Yeah. Everyone can participate in helping the situation by doing their part. Um yes, big definitely. or small. Yeah. It 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 has been also very inspiring to hear all these stories about people um really Finding a sense of community, um, not just feeding people but caring for people. Um, in your experience, yeah. in 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 seeing you know some of these stories in the hospital, is there anything that that pops out at you? Uh, that I I saw a really. Um, sweet thing that the nurse did for Isa Calzado. She just washed her hair. Like she shampooed her hair and then uh, she felt yeah. she felt so loved in that moment because I guess, you know, you don't you don't feel so awesome in that simple act of um yeah. having somebody wash your hair was just so loving. Um I'm sure you've seen also some people, um, some healthcare workers performing some some loving acts. Um, in the hospital? Is there anything that pops in your mind uh, at the moment?
2: Actually, um, there's no specific thing, but we've been receiving a lot of you know, support from the private sector. Mm. I mean, individuals um, have been sending over food or masks, their personal yeah. stock. Yes. I mean, these aren't big corporations. Just people who can contribute whatever they have at home. They're sending yeah. it to the hospital. Yeah. Um, kids are writing letters. So, I mean, that really motivates us.
0: Yeah. Um, and then. Makes you feel loved yeah. in a way, also. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now so in this together. Yeah. And I feel like any act of kindness right now is really appreciated because everybody is under some yeah. sort of stress. Yes. Because this isn't, yeah, this is all of a sudden um, a change in everybody's life. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: know. A, Go ahead, Sarah. There's a question that I actually have. It's not, um, well, at home, you know, sometimes people um, get sick, like they have a um, or they have cold, or and then maybe some will get paranoid. What do we tell people so that they don't actually make that trip to the hospital? And then if they're actually COVID negative and then they get themselves um, infected, What what can you say um, um, to these people and, you know, what should they do, like simple steps and what should they do so that they don't um, make that, you know, they don't venture out into the hospitals when um, people are really like um, right there helping the COVID ones. And you know, yeah. Something, like, something just it some, doesn't some add stress,
0: to the, situa- stress exactly. to the situation. More stress to the situation. Yeah.
1: I think this is the thing that some uh, a lot of people want to hear. And coming from a doctor, I think it would be best if you could just guide us a little bit. <laughs> so,
2: actually, not only if you have symptoms, but I feel like right now, since we're under quarantine, it's really nice to have like a a diary. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you know, write your feelings or whatever. Um, just keep track of what's happening. To
0: yeah, you. that's a really powerful Jordan. exercise actually yeah. yeah
2: yeah, just so you you know because some people lose track of time and then yeah, so but especially if you develop anything, like if you notice a cough, mm-hmm. just write it down. I developed a cough this day, and then also take your temperature.
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, take your temperature. And then like, Be aware of your, yeah. Observe yourself. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't have any difficulty of breathing and the cough goes away, you don't have fever. Maybe it was just like allergic rhinitis or something. Yeah. Irritated yeah. you. Yeah. But when you develop more symptoms and you, but you don't have difficulty of breathing or, you know, you feel like it's just something that you can like a regular flu. It might still be, um, COVID. Okay. For these patients, actually. For The low risk patients they actually advise self quarantine and not to go to the hospital, okay? Right, yeah, yeah only so. if you are if you, but if you develop these symptoms and you you are elderly or if you're immunocompromised, like if you have an autoimmune disease yes. or if you're on, yeah, if you, yeah, um, if you have di- uncontrolled diabetes or hypertension, then maybe you would want to go to a hospital. Yeah. I know it might be be scary because you know most hospitals honestly are, are full yeah. and then of course you're scared also of what if I don't have the disease and I go there and then yeah. I get it from the people who are there yeah, um, yeah but um, it would be safest if you have you know if you fall un, under that special population and then you Actually, start to develop a lot of symptoms. Yeah, that's to a really,
0: really that's a really good point, Anna. Thank you for sharing that. I feel like when people exercise more self accountability towards their health and um, that that's a good idea. Take a, have a journal, have sure. observe observe yourself on a day to day basis. Because I think what's happening sometimes is people get too far into their heads. They have just a sore throat yeah. and then they're already thinking that they have COVID and it that's makes right. them more sick. So self-accountability yeah. and self-responsibility for our own health in this time is what we can all contribute to the situation. Yeah. And we're not taxing the already stressed um, hospitals that are already brimming with patients. So that's a, that's a really good yeah. way for us to contribute to, to the situation.
2: And, how and let's you- see if you have... Oh, sorry. What was that again? No, no, no. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um. And then let's say, let's say you have COVID, that journal that you kept would actually help the doctors figure out when you got it, how you got it. And then if you also list like, oh, I went to the market the next day after I had cough, then you can actually trace who you might have infected. And then you can advise them to self-quarantine so they don't transmit the disease to their families. So that's like a really good way to help if ever you do have it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Saps, you had a question. Yes.
1: Yeah. I had how are your patients um the patients that um, you see on a regular basis um so you're a cardiologist so you're a yeah. How are they um, How are so this?
2: some of them have contacted me directly or my secretary and then actually right now the pharmacies honor like electronic prescriptions so you can ask if you have the contact number of your your doctor or secretary yeah, so you secretary don't basically or have you, to go
0: there Yeah
2: yeah, so they can send it to you um, on Viber. There are online platforms where you can see consults. Um, and then I know, like, I know Maxicare has twenty four hour consults, so that's really awesome of them to have that. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: yeah. Um, yeah. So there are other ways, um, but if you really need to be admitted and and um, you do, and it's not because of COVID, there are. So, there are still hospitals that will admit you, mm-hmm. but you might need to be screened for for COVID before, yeah. especially if you kind of have the same symptoms. Let's yeah. say if you have heart failure, some so, most of them would have the people breathing. Yeah, um, yeah, and then so they might you might need to have like a, an X-ray or additional test done just to make sure that yeah. you're not. Um, and this isn't because the hospital is trying to you know reject. Your your admission, but this is, you know, for your own safety, yes. so that they know where to place you yes. in the hospital, yes. and then the the safety of also the healthcare workers, because um, to be transparent, the uh, one of the reasons why um, COVID um, uh, there were a lot of COVID patients in heart center and the healthcare workers there was because there was a case that. She wasn't... The patient didn't um, notify the doctor oh. of her travel history. Wow. Yeah, and then also she... Because you don't really develop symptoms right wow. away. yeah. Yeah, so before, like... Before pe- people weren't wearing PPEs around that, that patient. Yeah. Uh, it was also the start of... It wasn't really... We didn't have a lot of cases. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but whenever... When she got sick, it was too late. She already transmitted the disease too. Yeah. Like most of the, yeah. So that's the, the other thing who,
0: that um, people can exercise more responsibility around is really be transparent about where you've been. If you know you've been in contact with someone yeah. who has it, just this now is the time to be honest. And yeah. yeah so that we can help each other. Um, transcend this if, if we keep information then it doesn't really help the whole so it's such a potent lesson really in you know there's a lot of we're, we're struggling a lot with um, the, the outcome of of this illness but it's really such is it's such a potent lesson in in how everybody on earth is connected you know there's no yeah. political barriers it's whether you're in China or Philippines or Italy like it really doesn't matter um where you're from um what social class you're from um that 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 connection of everyone no one is, yeah. is really exempt from, from catching this. So it's such a potent lesson for us to just zone in on that, that the connection of all humanity has never been as potent as it is today. Yeah. You, know,
1: you know, there was something that I read. Um, the sad part about this, which I kind of want to talk a little bit about this, is let's practice non-judgment. Mm. And that, um, like you said, there's a lesson, you know, it's it's very uh, it's a very potent thing that's happening, but let's not judge who has it and who doesn't. Mm. I think right now, more than anything, we need to get together and really help as much as we can, just yeah. as much as we can. So doctors are doing the best that they can. Yeah. And nurses go out, um, uh, even like as we were talking about this, you know, even grocery clerks and everybody, uh-huh. they're all frontliners. We're all doing you know, everyone's yeah. leaving their family. Everyone yeah. is, you know, the minute they step out the door, you're not sure what's going to happen to them. But still, they got to do what they got to do. So I think right now, I think the lesson here is let's just not judge ourselves, yes. and let's not yeah. judge others. Yeah. And, um, this, and this help. this patient, yeah, um, Dr. Anna, the the patient that you said, um, I think they she had a lot of fear because she was going to be judged. So maybe she kept yeah. it within herself and. Let's let's try to make people aware that um uh, this is not the time to to you to know feel judge yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah. To
1: feel judge because you can actually be helped faster if you're yes. honest about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, if you're yes. honest about it. And let's not throw names at anybody and let's just do the best yeah. we can. The faster we do this, the faster we get rid of it. Yeah, the faster you we know? come
0: together yeah. and really help each other. So true. Yes. Yeah.
1: Right?
2: Yeah. So for that patient, we're not, we understand that, you know, there was fear. And also at that point in time, there wasn't really a lot of education going yeah. around about It was early yeah. on in the game. Yeah, it was early on in the game. And I understand where she was coming from. But yeah, I mean, I guess for patients, don't be afraid to tell your doctor or any healthcare worker everything because it will actually help. Yeah. yeah, what yeah. sap said, you get treated better and it will also yeah. help them be prepared. Yeah. Like if, if ever you you have COVID. Yeah. Um so that
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Just to just to change um um Topic for a little bit. I'm sure a lot of people are curious to know, Anna. What what drives you in the morning? Like when you get up and you know you have to face the day with, um, you know, all these risks and uncertainties involved. Where do you get your strength? A lot of people are looking um, to anchor themselves on something right now because people Mm -hmm. are experiencing a variety of different stressors everybody's experiencing something different but for you in the line of work that you're currently doing when you get up in the morning where do you where do you find that that resilience
2: that's like a difficult question to ask (laughs) because I don't when I wake up I don't really think about like I don't want to go to the hospital you know what I mean you just go you just
0: go it's a habit
2: it's our job it's yeah. a habit and also this is the reason why we became doctors or nurses or yeah. med techs yeah. because we want to help other people and then this yeah. is i mean this is the best time this is this is like yeah. we are being called yeah. to serve yeah. so it's not really yeah.
0: So it's, it's really, gonna, yeah, yeah, it's also very deeply ingrained in in you already, this um, being able to serve, being able to be called to serve and to just heed the call without having to overthink yeah. it. Like, it's already, you yeah. know, in your DNA. And um, maybe yeah. for for other people that are listening, it's not. You know, service isn't something that's automatic for them. But how it wonderful is. to hear that, you know, our doctors, our healthcare um, professionals are really in that mindset where they don't have to doubt they just act yes. you know you just go for it and act so wow thank you so much gosh thank you Anna yeah thank you um're welcome what on on the other thing that I wanted to bring perspective to is what what are the what are the personal things that you're learning through this process um Maybe you can start with what you've learned as as a doctor. Like, what are some of the the things that you've had insights on?
2: Um, so as a doctor,
0: or or any anything that you you feel is potentially a, you know, a, a learning for you in this this time. Yeah, me me personally, um, it's been amazing to. Just witness people. I I love seeing this bayanihan spirit coming out in yeah. Filipinos, and um, I think when we get trapped in our daily routine and you know hustling and just trying to make money and do your job, we forget that the spirit of connection. And it's mm-hmm. we, we've been seeing it across the board in so many different um so many different spaces like i was just reading an article today about this um municipality in sagada which actually rejected yeah help I that. from yeah rejected um getting food from outside sources to help them they said they, they sent it back and they just said um we, we we're fine we'll take care of ourselves please send it to those who really need it and they said that they would just um find a way to support each other in the community so uh, i'm sure you're also experiencing this something similar in in within your colleagues how you're finding more support um with each other and in, in, your all the healthcare professionals are really, yeah. you know, coming in to to join in that that Bayanihan spirit in your own way.
2: I think as as we get older, you um, you realize that it's not really the material things that matter, but the relationships mm. that you maintain yeah. in your life. And this just, you know, confirmed that yeah. um, because you know. Um, that's what's important right now—the connections that you're, you're making, and then reaching out to people. Yeah. Maybe if you haven't seen them or reached out to them, just to make sure that they're okay, um, and then colleagues at the hospital, just so that we can get through this, you know, on a positive note and like motivate each other to keep on going. Um, yeah, and the COVID is really—it's—it's it's not something that I would wish to happen again but I mean there is a silver lining to every Mm. everything that happens and I think that this is a time for people to slow down and Mm. then just reassess what's really important Mm. in their lives Mm. and then also I know Filipinos have a habit of like we always take care of other people that sometimes we forget to take care of ourselves I feel like this is a really good time to to like focus on that, yes. Um, and I know this because like whenever p- patients see consult, and then you ask them, "Oh, when did you start feeling these symptoms?" Um, they don't really know because yeah. they don't really, you know, they don't really they don't pay think attention, of themselves. attention to themselves. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. and then we always have to link it to, "Oh, it happened during the birthday of my son, or the birthday of yeah. like the anniversary of my parents." So yeah. always related to, us, so we can track down the when it happened
0: yeah. so yeah so yeah I think everything yeah it's I yeah. mean it's a difficult lesson to learn but there's a lot of um, beautiful reflections and insights coming through it and and I think at the end of the day we're, we're gonna get through this right we are yeah. We yeah are. it's really just a matter of time and everybody needs to do their yeah. part in participating yeah. like, everybody in
2: whole... has a part everybody has a part yeah
0: um saps do you have any other questions for our beautiful guest today
1: no i think i'm i'm good but um thank you anna for um agreeing to be a part of this podcast yeah. we value You're everything welcome. that you had. Yeah. Um,
0: thank you for sharing so openly and honestly such a beautiful perspective for yeah. to illuminate people and i and i think maybe some people are because we're kind of hijacked into staying in isolation now, sometimes we we roll into ourselves and close up and then, you know, we start getting short-tempered with our families. We start being less, um, having less empathy for other people because we don't like the situation that we're in. But just to hear somebody's story about how, you know, it's almost like autopilot. Your service is like your autopilot. You just do it, um, you know, without having to think too much. And how inspiring to to for us who are not. Um, on the battlefield in the hospital to hear that oh, oh, so many stories well, yeah of service yeah. It is so inspiring
2: yeah i just want everyone to know that you know we appreciate all the efforts of, you know, every individual to stay at home and then mm-hmm. respect physical distancing, it might not seem like it's you're doing lot, anything, yeah. but that actually is like a really big, that's the first line of defense. Those are the frontliners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, this is a time to take care of yourself. And then it's okay to be not okay right now. I wasn't okay last week. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then if you do have something to contribute, if you could educate people who don't have access to the internet to maybe, you know, explain to them why it's important to have to, you know, small things like that. Or if you could, like, you know, share your food with your bahai yeah. or like simple acts of kindness. Yes. You know, that's a big help for everybody. Um
0: yeah. And just even to if get, you
2: don't donate. Yeah, yeah get any, get any, get out of your head a little bit a and like, yeah. yeah.
0: And just be with people and connect with people. Yeah. Be a loving presence. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Definitely, thank yeah. thank you so much, Anna. It was so wonderful to be able to speak to you today and we loved hearing all your insights. Um You're welcome. Thank
1: you, Doctor Anna. And um you know, um, thank you for gracing us, you know, um, for, for everyone tuning in. And we hope that everyone who's actually tuning in, you know, we learn a lesson or two that um, the reason why we need to um, distance ourselves is actually for our own good. And it's not yeah. because um, of anything else, but just to just take care of ourselves. And the minute we mm-hmm. take care of ourselves, it will just fill on to caring for everyone as well thank you thank you so much
0: we appreciate you what a wonderful episode thank you guys thank you as usual if you have any questions or or insights that you wanted to share you can funnel them to our instagram i am on see the light be the light and saps is on inner glow by saps on the next episode we'll be talking about managing your emotions so this might be um potentially something that you'd be interested i'm sure everybody's under duress at this point so let's talk a little bit about how practical tips how we can manage our emotions so catch us on the next episode of maxi care from me to we